Hi, everybody. Welcome to my webinar. And today I'm going to teach you about the difference between leadership and management and why you need both and when to use them. I am Lauren Bailey, the CEO and co-founder of Upward Projects, and um, this has been a big focus of mine, um, having grown this company from one restaurant to now we just opened our 17th, and we employ about 1,200 people. Um, and prior to that, I went to ASU. I was a waitress and um, connected with my business partner, who was a bartender. And so we've really had to focus on building leadership skills along the way and also management skills to uh, produce the type of results that we knew we wanted to and create wonderful experiences for the folks who decided to come into our restaurants. Um, our intention was always to make it as good or better as the last time that you were there. And that consistency is something that we constantly chase and we get those results uh, through leadership and management. We also are constant seekers of additional education, um, learning what other people know that we don't know, finding out how to be better, and our team shares in that. It's something that we're really passionate about is continued development. So I give you all cheers if you're watching this. Um, hopefully you'll find it interesting and helpful, but the fact that you're even here is the exact place to start because you want to feed your spirit and uh, really commit to being a lifetime learner. It's something that our company really, really um, admires and, and protects fiercely. So today I'm gonna to talk first about what the difference is between these two styles and, um, and, and how they um, exemplify themselves in our company. I'll give you a lot of examples of what, how things happen um, here in Upward Projects and how we flex between these two styles and why they're important. And then I'm gonna talk about timing. This is something typically that a lot of um, leaders really miss is when the timing is right to apply these two types of skills. And um, they, under stress, it becomes oftentimes that they will use the wrong one. And I'll talk about that too. And then I'm gonna talk about the difference between system solving versus problem solving. And they are tied to each of these styles and they're both necessary and they're both important. And then last, I'm gonna talk about reporting systems that deliver results. In order to practice these things, reporting goes hand in hand with the actual results that you get from them and, and how to manage and lead. And then I'll take some questions at the end if we have any. What is the difference between leadership and management? A lot of people think that this is just a typical, like the same synonym word. Um, if you're leading, you're managing. If you're managing, you're leading. And that's actually not the case. They are two very different things. I would think they're salt and pepper, um, chocolate and vanilla, because they have a different output and they have a different input. And I love this quote by Stephen Covey because one, he's one of my favorite uh, researchers of business of all time. He, I highly recommend his books, they're fantastic. But he says this quote, which is, management is efficiency in climbing the ladder of success. Leadership determines whether the ladder is leaning against the right wall. And it is very easy to confuse these two things. It's very easy to justify the fact that if you're, as long as you're climbing the ladder quickly, you're leading the team to the right place. Well, not if the ladder's on the wrong wall get to the right destination really fast, efficiently, but it's not the right spot for you to be in at that moment. It takes leadership to identify those things. I'll give you a, a few words um, that are here up on the screen that will start to illustrate my point here. And when we think about management and how we look to our leaders to develop both of these skills, because it's very important that you do have both, um, we've seen a lot of people start out and um, usually they're uh, in the beginning stages of their leadership path, whether that's because they're young or um, because it's the first time that they've been tapped. 
And this requires a totally different skill set than it does just to um, have a job where other people aren't reporting to you and looking for development or looking to be inspired or looking for the path that they need to follow. Um, looking to be corrected, looking to be held accountable um, and be told the way. And so there's really, you know, obviously there's formal training when it comes to um, leadership in business school and maybe the beginnings in some undergrad programs, but there's really not any substitute for learning on the job and learning from other leaders who've, who've um, experienced this before and had great results. And then the last piece is really finding your style and how you apply these things, because how I influence someone could be completely different than how you influence someone. And I think that leaning into your authentic side when you apply any of these things is really important. If I was trying to approach someone in a very dry, kind of um, quiet style, that wouldn't be authentic to me. I'm very like um, high energy, outgoing, passionate. And so for me, I have to lean into those styles to really, really reach the full potential of these applications. So first I wanna talk about um, management. When you think about managing your business, and I'm assuming that many of you have small businesses, a lot of people entered into this um, not really thinking about, well, in order to open an ice cream shop or um, a salon or whatever it may be, I'm gonna really need to look at my management skills. It's not typically something that business owners think about. And then rarely do they think about how am I going to lead this team of people that are going to come and do this? Most of the time they're thinking about what does my logo look like? You know, what is my salon going to, how's it going to be designed? What, what type of ice cream cone am I going to buy? And those are all really important things. But if you want your salon to remain looking beautiful, or you want your ice cream cones to be served at the perfect crunch factor, you're going to have to lean into leadership and management. Management is all about making sure the things that you decided actually happen. And as you grow, and if you start to have more and more units, it becomes more and more difficult to manage these things. And so then comes leadership, because at that point, you're going to really need to start to develop systems to check. So let's just use that example of if you really want to make sure that your ice cream cones are always crunchy, they're never stale, they're perfect, they're not broken. How do you make sure that's going to happen? Management would deal with people that perpetually serve stale ice cream cones. Leadership develops a system to check and make sure that every day there's a checklist built to check and taste the ice cream cone. It has a sign-off sheet. It has an initial to know and create accountability around making sure that that ice cream cone is like that every day. It's getting really intentional and um, about the results that you want, drafting a document, creating a system, and then management focuses on executing that thing. Why is this important? Many small business owners are really used to, um, and we did this for years at Upward Projects. We would just run around with our chickens with our heads cut off and make sure everything's great. And I was like tasting ice cream all the time, testing cheeseburgers, making sure the bruschetta was perfectly toasted myself. And what I missed was that if I created a system, which now we use taste plate, that would check the freshness of these items every day to make sure that the salad dressing that you order on your raspberry chicken salad was exactly how we wanted it. And that someone would have to not only check it every day, that they would have to sign off on it and creating layers of accountability. That's leadership. Management means I'm gonna make sure that that thing happens every single day. And, that, and the next big part is communication. So another one that's really, really important is all about how do we communicate these things that we wanna have happen? Leaders will communicate why we want something to happen. We value fresh ice cream cones. We know that having a crunchy, perfect, non-broken ice cream cone makes that cone so much better. We also know that when we serve someone a stale ice cream cone, they're going to think twice of whether or not they come back. 
management's going to think about, okay, we know we want to do this. We know we want to do it every day. How can we create a system that doesn't rely on someone to be the one to do it every day? Super, super important. And communication, I think too, when you do the important part about the why is that it really enlists people and they think about when they're pulling the, the, the ice cream cones out of the box, they're thinking about like, man, when, if we have, don't have super fresh ice cream cones, people aren't going to want to come back. I might not have a job. They can connect to the purpose of what you're trying to do. For us, our, our whole goal is to make people feel good. So all the time, every day, we're trying to figure out different ways that we as a restaurant company can make people feel good. And why is that? Because we know that everyone's going through their crazy lives. They're running a million miles an hour and it's harder than ever to connect with, with their people, with their families, their friends, their boyfriends, girlfriends, spouses, all the things. And then if we can create these moments for them to do that in a really great way with really great food and drinks and amazing spaces that we know they're going to feel good, but there's many, many, many stops along the way. And I'll give you this example. It's like to make a burger at the Windsor, I've sort of figured out that there's about 95 steps that occur in order for you to get a burger, which is also means there's 95 ways that we can make a mistake that will not deliver you a beautiful burger to your table on time. First, we have to place the order with the, with the vendor that supplies us with the buns, the meat, the cheese, the ketchup, all the things, those things have to come in. Then we have to make the sauces, our Windsor backyard sauce, mm, delicious. We have to caramelize those onions perfectly. We have to train someone how to do it. There better be a training program in there. And then we have to cook the meat perfectly. We have to train someone how to cook a perfectly medium rare burger. And then we have to teach them how to, to toast the bun perfectly. We have to assemble it perfectly. All in the magical moments of we're shooting for an 11 minute ticket time from the time that you order that burger until the time it hits your table. All these things have to occur. And the only way that we can ensure that those things happen all along each little point is if we have systems. The leader develops these systems. They understand what has to happen. The manager executes them. And you can start to see why these skills are really important. Um, the other thing I would touch on too is that when you think about culture, people um, oftentimes it's a buzzword and love to talk about it. How do you um, get intentional about it? For us, when we were growing, we, Craig and I really would just kind of go around to the restaurants. We were managing, we were talking to everybody about how, how it meant to treat each other, how we took care of the team, how we took care of the guests, how we took care of the vendors. But there really wasn't um, a lot of documentation behind it and there wasn't ways to check it. There wasn't ways to, to um, train it. There wasn't ways to test for it in um, interviews. And as we got really focused on, we knew this was a needle mover for us. Um, we started to think about how could we document it? How could we fold it into all these different programs that we had and then ultimately have it be executable by the management. And culture lives within these recurring systems. And you're not what you say you are about your culture, you are what you live by your culture. And these systems and intention behind it um, are really, really critical. And I love the idea of the fact that leadership focuses on creating the values within your company and the management focuses on living them. And so if you get really clear on what matters to you in your business and whether that's a certain level of quality, a timeline, um, a certain number of, of customers, whatever it may be that you as the leader think is the most important things to your business and the manager in you needs to figure out how to instill that in others and measure it and make sure it happens every day. Um, all of these things typically follow that pattern. And one thing I've noticed over the years is the higher that you climb in um, any organization or within your own business or the larger that your company gets, you will find yourselves spending more time 
on um, leadership, the higher your level is and less time on execution. You'll be focusing on developing leaders beneath you into managing systems that you outlay and strategize on and they'll be executing them. Leadership defines what the vision and the mission is and the management executes it. And I think it's really important to understand that these two different applications are, and I'm hoping by this point, you're starting to see the vastly different approach that these things have and why they're both needed. And they're both um, very, very specific and have a very um, intentional way of, of getting things done and making sure that uh, your leadership skills in general are um, really strong. So I think that a lot of the questions I get from my team oftentimes are, well, how do I know when I'm going to be managing and I'm going to be leading? And am I spending how much of my time on that? The short answer to that question is like, you're not going to have an exact recipe. And I also think understanding that the use of these two skill sets going back between in your day to day life, I probably go between these as a CEO of my company. I'm probably spending 90% of my time on leadership and 10% on management because I have people who that's what they do. Um, earlier on, I would say, and you know, some days it's like I spend 90% of my time on management and 10% on leadership. And I think understanding and knowing when to flex that um, is really important. When you think about using leadership, this is a moment when we need, when we have, we have to decide what we need to get done or who we want to be or what needs to happen, who should do it. Those require leadership skills. Why? Because they, they enlist the big picture. They enlist a long-term planning strategy goals of what you want to do. And oftentimes there's a more curated group that, that gets together to think about these things and what um, ultimately is the goal of the organization. Management then is threaded throughout the organization and executes the vision. This approach is used to implement, align, and execute. So once as a team and a leadership team, you have decided we want to do this, the management piece comes into play about how are we going to do this? Who's who, wh what parts do we need to do to, to enlist in others? Where, where in the business do, is this going to happen? How do we measure it? What pieces need to happen and kind of pulling apart what has to occur for this goal to be executed. Um, oftentimes too, there's different roles where management will be the primary source of skill set that you need in terms of, um, that might just be the role that you have. If you're a manager of a restaurant, you're probably not deciding what's going on the menu, but you're just making sure that that specific menu item is made correctly. Like the burger example I gave you, you're not really deciding, okay, what type of burger do we want to have? Which bun, where, what bakery are we going to get the bun from? But you are making sure that the bun that comes from the bakery that we've selected is fresh. It's not squished. It's toasted perfectly. The servers know all about the bakery that we partner with and all of those pieces that put that together. And again, as you climb the ladder, you will start to tap into more and more of those specific skills and, and develop your leadership skills. I always like to say too, the when depends on the what. Using these different skills depends on what you're doing. If you're building strategy or developing leaders around you, you're using leadership. If you're executing goals or, or setting standards, use management skills. I also like to tell everyone that managers solve problems and leaders solve systems. And what I've seen happen over the years is that um, typically managers or leaders, when they get stressed out, they will go to what I call firefighting mode and they just wanna solve the easiest problems first. 
even if the, those problems are not the biggest ones, maybe they don't have the biggest um, negative results. They don't, they don't move the needle the most, but they, there's a good feeling that comes from just checking stuff off the box. And I encourage my team that when there's a big problem, they need to understand the very first piece. Is this a person, a specific person problem, or is this a system problem? And that will dictate which application you use in that moment. If it's a one-off deal that this one person hasn't been trained on exactly how we uh, package bruschetta to go, then we can address it with that person. But if we're seeing mistakes constantly being made with how bruschetta is being packed into the bags, then we know that we have a system problem. And then we can start to unpack that and we go deeper into the issue. Is it happening that they've never been told, meaning there's no tr training materials for this? Is it that they haven't been held accountable? Is it that there's no audit systems or are they just, is it too hard? Are they the wrong to go boxes? All of these things require a, a deeper dive into the issue. And what happens when people are under stress, they keep things in a superficial level. They wanna go deal with that one person and say, Joey, you know, hey, when you wrap this bruschetta up, you've gotta put it in here. You gotta make sure it's tight so all the toppings don't fly off. He's like, yeah, 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 I got it. Well, Joey might do that from now on, maybe, but he may not. And he may go on to do whatever he is gonna do in the next six months. And then you have the same problem over and over again. We're in the business of solving problems for the long haul. So if we think about like, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna chop this tree down one piece by one piece. And we're gonna understand that the training program for how we pack bruschetta is fundamentally flawed. And we're going to fix that so that it affects the entire organization, not just the one person that we found doing it that day. So understanding if the issue you're having is a very specific people problem or it's a system problem will give you a clue into deciding which application to solve it for the long term. My leaders who've come up through the company and have struggled with this, they have a, a tendency just to run around and, and run to the stores and, and talk to the individuals who are doing that. But the ones who are the most successful, they take a moment to stop and really understand if this is a deeper issue with something that we're doing or something that isn't working. Um, and they can fix it that way. And those people become the most sophisticated and the most highly valued because they solve problems for the long term. And then the last part that I want to touch on is about reporting systems. So it's one thing to do all of these things, but there's one quote that I was told by my one of my mentors probably 15 years ago that said, what gets measured gets delivered. And when you think about um, reporting systems, what for us, as we grew the company in the beginning, we just decided we'd look at every piece of data and we would, you know, it was inconsistent. We would, um, we would pull everything, everybody got everything and you could weed through it. And then over time, I realized that these four things that I'm going to talk about are really critical when you think about reporting systems that deliver results and curating them is the one I want to talk about first, because the biggest mistake people make is, oh, the more people on this email getting this data, the better. They will, everybody can know everything that's going on. Well, you have to realize you're taking time out of someone's day to read that email, pull the data out, and it may have something that they have nothing to do with, they can't influence in the business, and it really isn't pertinent for them to know. So curating who sees what and when is really important. Just segue into my next piece. How is this, is, what about your reporting system is recurring? So when you build these systems, they have to be consistent to be effective. If you just do it once because you have a problem one time, like you have a couple unhappy guests in your shop or your restaurant or your business, and you say, okay, I'm going to look at Yelp reviews every week. I'm going to send you guys the Yelp reviews for that week and the positive ones and negative ones, and we're going to talk about it. And you do that for two weeks and the, the reviews seem to get better, but then you stop doing it. 
you're going to fatigue people first of all, and then they're not going to think that you have any priorities. And that is a really, really important piece. So it also is really important to highlight trends. So taking a snapshot of a situation that you may need to act on is important, but it's also really important to say, is this a one-time thing? Is this something that we haven't seen happen before? Or is this an increasing trend? Are we starting to see bad Yelp reviews for the last six weeks or just this week? And letting that, um, that data speak for itself, the numbers don't lie. And they will always be an indicator of success um, in leadership and success in your business. And then prioritization is also really important. If you don't, one of my other favorite quotes is focusing on everything means you aren't focusing on anything. And as leaders, we can sometimes have a tendency to think everything's as important, everything has to get done, and then nothing really gets done. And the higher you climb in your organization or within your business, it is so critical to keep your team prioritized and communicated on the, the things that are the most important, that move the needle the highest, and that you will stop doing other things in order to get that thing done. And typically what happens is as companies grow, they get siloed and each different department has its own initiatives. They're thinking about something in their, in their, own, um, in their own world and they don't tie up to the overarching big goals of the company. They're unclear about what the results are that we're trying to achieve, where we're going, what we're trying to do. And they start to just live in their own backyard. Um, I do think that also each team and department should also have a scoreboard and they should understand what their specific goals are and what things that they do in their role that are tied to the success of the company. Those things should feed into the overall company goals. And then last, it's putting your goals and initiatives through a filter. A lot of people just wanna put a ton of stuff on the board and they wanna show like, hey, I'm gonna justify my existence and make sure you see how busy I am and how many things I'm getting done. And forcing the, um, the person who's creating these to put this through this filter is really good. And they are called SMART goals. And I don't know exactly who invented this phrase, but it's a really great filter to put anything that you're doing through. Is the goal specific? Meaning, do we know what is defined to success? Is it measurable? Can't just be like, hey, I hope to improve my overall health by working out. Okay, we need to be specific. I'm gonna work out five times a week and I'm gonna go for 30 minutes every single day. And then the, sec the third one is, is this attainable? Can I actually do that kind of workout? Is this feasible for me to actually attain within my time frame? Is this relevant to my life or is this relevant to the organization? Is it relevant to the overarching goals of the company? Ask yourself that. And then last, it has to be time-based. There needs to be a finite amount of time to achieve goals. Having them just sit out there elicits um, complacency in people and people's to-do lists just grow and the goals grow um, by exponentially um, as time goes on. And then again, using recurring reporting systems to check in on these goals, curating who sees them, and then prioritizing them through your business. And if you're doing all four of these things with reporting systems, I can promise you, you can see results. We've seen this time and time again in the 20 years we've been doing business. We manage a lot of different costs through whether it's through labor, food costs, guest um, sentiment, and how happy they are with us when they come in, um, employee sentiment, all kinds of things. And every time we measure something and we recurringly report out on it to the right audience, we move the needle on that result every time. And a lot of times, I think a lot of business owners aren't really clear on what results actually move their needle in their business. And so they just run around like crazy, trying to do everything themselves. And then they aren't clear on what is a win and what metrics do I need to be achieving to have, to have ultimately the, the results I want to, I want to get to as a business owner, um, as, as someone in the community who wants to be 
doing something that really matters. And are we clear on what those things, we know these things need to happen in order to be a successful restaurant company. We know we have to do really well by guests. So we are always tracking guest sentiment, which comes through Yelp, Facebook, Google, all kinds of feedback um, avenues. We also know we have to control costs. We cannot be out here having crazy food cost numbers, losing money on the food that we sell. We have to know that we have to control our labor. Those are big numbers for us. We have to make sure that we're um, delivering on these all the time. So how does the team know that they're performing as things move along? Not once we get our P&L and we realize, oh my gosh, like we lost money this month, what happened? You should never get to the end of your month and be like, oh my gosh, we lost money this month. I don't know what happened. I'll tell you exactly what happened. You didn't manage your business. You probably didn't have great reporting systems that predict ultimately periodic results or monthly results that predict quarterly results that predict annual results. And if you aren't crystal clear on what you know you need to deliver to your business to be successful, get to the drawing board and find out. You know there's usually three to five things that make any business successful. And think about what those are for your business. And if you know those, you've got to measure them every day and then you've got to lead and manage those things. And as you build systems around them, if you keep directionally focused on that, prioritized on that, I can promise you that you'll be successful.